You are listening to Fat Girls United, a podcast for fat girls by two fat girls highlighting all things relevant to plus size women in everyday life. I'm your host, Serena. And Kayla. And welcome. Hey guys. Episode nine. (laughs) So sorry we have taken a little break in between. Yes, it has been crazy busy. Miss Superstar, makeup artist, yes, becoming a celebrity. She's just doing everyone's makeup out here. It's wedding <laughs> season, so I don't know if you guys are getting married out there, but congratulations if you are. And um, yeah, it's summer. It is. And June, I'm, it's well into June, I'm it's July. I'm ready for it to be full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just started. Listen, I, it, this heat. This heat. I love heat. It can go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> No, man. Heat is beautiful. I saw you You had a cute bathing suit pick. Oh, yes. yes. Thank you. I had made those bathing suit bottoms the night before because I was tired of wearing the same old bathing suits I had made previously. I was like, let me make something new. Mm. So I had some scrap fabric left over and just made those little bottoms real quick. Yes. I was like, yes. It was super <laughs> cute. So I don't know what you guys have been doing or if you've, you know, started going swimming and um, all that, you know, cute stuff, but... If you do, you can always send us your pics and we can repost them. Yes, yes, please do. Let's get a trend going. Yeah. So, this week's episode is about entrepreneurship. Yes. You know, since we're both entrepreneurs. Yes. Bermudian entrepreneurship and just entrepreneurship in general, regardless of where you are. Um, So, let's talk about what we do as far as our trades are concerned. Okay. So, I am a makeup artist, so I do makeup for all occasions. You know, I mentioned weddings, birthdays, funerals, parties. Really? Funerals? <laughs> Listen, I don't, I, I never let down a dollar. I've never really done a funeral. That was a joke. Oh, I was to say, because I'm like really sitting there thinking, oh, like, not dead people. Like, that's if, some, like, oh. if someone wanted to attend a funeral, I'd do the makeup. <laughs> But no, um, you can still do makeup. I was just thinking in my head, like, what am I doing a makeup? Then I feel like, yeah, the dead body. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, oh, okay. That's a, that's a special trade, doing makeup on oh. dead people, yeah. So it's not the same makeup? No, well, because especially, actually, it was a big case about this. A makeup artist was hired to do makeup for um, a close friend or whatever like that so she used her own brushes and makeup for the face i'm sure she like scooped it out and tried to be as sanitary as possible but the problem was when she went to wash her brushes the chemicals that they use on the dead people don't wash off that easily with regular so she went and used it on a regular client and they got like the flesh eating disease Yes, where their skin was literally being eaten yeah, all. Yeah, because yeah, from the from how what is it formaldehyde and all these oh. harsh chemicals that they use to embalm the body, right? Wow. So um, it was this big thing, like in the makeup community, we were all talking about it. But that is wow. frightening. That's Could you scary. imagine? Like I can't. Well, I'm gonna it. just either use brushes that I know I'm never gonna use yeah. again and just throw them away. I, I don't know. That that's that's. Scary. Or only use the brushes on dead people because you know they ain't gonna catch nothing. Wow, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, that's probably good one. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, off, sorry, tra- off topic. <laughs> but yeah, so I am a makeup artist and um, soon to be cosmetic brand. I'm coming out with a line of, of makeup, but I haven't really, you know, finalized everything. Yes. So when I do that, I will announce it, but it's definitely in the beginning stages. We're speaking it into existence. We are super excited about it. What about you? So I am a fashion designer on... Um, Trade, went to school, got my degree nice. in it, 
young, you know, worked in the industry for a little bit and then came back home, decided, I came back home to kind of test the waters to see what it is I wanted to do in it because you know there's many ways to go about design it's not always about just having a brand if I wanted to just do pattern making or custom work or yeah. so I feel like I've now swam the waters enough to decide yes. I'm never doing custom work ever again <laughs> and <laughs> and just pushing out what I want to push out into the universe yes and so yeah but I mean I'll bend a little bit. Like, if I ever need, like, extra money, yeah. then I, you know, at least I have yeah, you have to just skill. go back. But for right now, no, it's just yeah. me working on my brand, Luna Soul. And that's why I yeah. always push young people to learn a trade. Uh-huh. Because you, now, you always have work. You always have work. I mean, if it wasn't for mine, I'm sure, like you said, if you need an extra $100 or uh-huh. $300, you could pick up those custom work. Mm-hmm. And that could be the difference between getting your rent paid or not. Girl, that's what saved me when I didn't have a job for three years and couldn't get one. That's what I was doing, custom work. Yeah. And same with me with makeup. It's been like a huge, especially I think the age of social media and Instagram mm-hmm. and all the re- um, the reality shows where these women are very well made up. Mm-hmm. Now people want to look like that. So wow. the makeup business is booming. But definitely makeup in Bermuda has stepped up because we went from a point of nothing. not really wearing makeup to all of a sudden bam like yeah. just everyone's full face yeah and I'm I'm happy about it like, oh well, yeah hello <laughs> <laughs> you got <getting> your coin <laughs> so we're both young entrepreneurs and um how do you feel about the culture behind being an entrepreneur hmm. I'm half and half on it I like that it's it's um broad See, starting off already. <laughs> I like that it's brewing up a bunch of new people to start and want to do their own passions. Yeah. But it's also kind of created this thing where you have to be an entrepreneur in like this new age of yeah. careerism. It's yeah. Even a word. They like, are pushing like entrepreneurial entrepreneur, but it's not for everybody. Mm-mm. It's really not. <laughs> and I remember when I graduated from school, I got my degree in communications. I came back to Bermuda. And I, I, I've already, I did my makeup um, schooling, so I have already been a makeup artist for 10 years by the time I graduated from university. Eesh. I know. And my mom was like, you know, why don't you be an entrepreneur, you know, start your own business. And this is me just getting my degree. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I want to go to work. Mm-hmm. I want to get a paycheck at the end of every month. And oh. I want to go out with my friends and I just want to be fabulous. I don't, like that, it didn't even interest me. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to be in the mind. I think you have to work for a good solid five years to realize yes. that. Okay, I'm tired. Yes. Of the nine to five. Yes. I would say yes, especially to that. Though I haven't, no, I've worked. It wouldn't be five years, but it was just sometimes you knew. Sometimes if, you know if you bat. knew if certain a certain lifestyle isn't for you. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I know a nine to five isn't for me. Yeah. I'm literally dying. Yeah. But, you know, gotta do it to pay the bills. Yeah. But, um, you know, I am deciding to cut down some hours so mm-hmm. I can go back to... Because, you know, I I live for working with my hands. Yeah. I love it. I love working retail, but being a crafter is what... It's who I am. It's who you are. So, yeah. Sometimes it's just in your blood and you know, and other times, you know, it's okay to have a nine to five. It's just a whole trend of just yeah. And I don't people want people saying nine to fives just 
Blair. No, no, nothing wrong with it. I have friends that have nine to fives or corporate jobs and they enjoy it and they make great money and they have good mm-hmm. um, benefits. Yep. And they have a family that they need to support and that's yep. it. And they genuinely like it. Like, you know. Um, but also too, you have people with straight nine to fives that make way more than somebody that's an entrepreneur. Like right now it's just being flipped of you make millions mi- like now. <laughs> so no, no, you won't you probably won't even make money in your first year. Yeah. Be, like legit. Especially if you're a small business. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, banks ain't giving out loans these like that these days, so <laughs> And if they are, you know, if you overshoot and get a fifty thousand dollar loan from the bank then that's over your head and you have to pay that back, mm-hmm. which is a whole nother pressure. So having a, a main job on the side and then doing your, your hustle, you feel like it that helps. helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I would I, never just up and quit a job. Like, I've seen people say that in advice and like, so what we're not going to do is tell people lies. <laughs> <laughs> it depends if you have the support system to be able to do something like that because when I I was working at Mac and this was like two years after I graduated I went back to Mac and I was like nope I can't do this anymore like I hate retail I want to leave my and I told my mom I'm like I don't think I could do it anymore so I planned to quit and I had no plan after I'm just like (laughs) I'm gonna leave and maybe I'll move to England you know Mm -hmm. I I just had all these ideas in my head and I literally quit and I think it was in the last month of the year, December, I was leaving in January. I did a lady's makeup mm-hmm. and she actually put me on to this like on-call work. Oh, nice. So after I left Mac, I ended I picked up work with her and then I got a job where I currently am now. I work there nine to two every day. So it kinda like just worked beautifully. Nice. And then I have my mom do like if you don't have a supportive parent. Yes, that's that's gonna like, if they're like, Oh, you gotta pay rent, you have to go shoot. You ain't making no money. Yup. It's it's having that support system and that entrepreneurship journey is very high key important. Even high if key. it's not like a monetary support system, emotional an emotional, too. yeah, that is the biggest that could almost thing. be even better than mm-hmm. monetary. Because if they're like, I believe in you and I support you and I'm gonna, you know, introduce you to this person, like that could be worth mm-hmm. more than go. Yup, and your support system can even just be friends. Like, it only have to be parents, because I know we don't all have our parents. Correct. Um, But, and I know that everyone has this big thing of saying, clap for yourself, like, don't rely but on other people. Yeah. That advice to me, I think it's BS. It, it's both ways. Both. Yes, clap for yourself, but sometimes you need, it, you need someone else to just, just, you're doing okay. You're doing great. Just keep yeah, going. Like, yeah. you know, you need that that second person. Cause I agree. Yeah. You just never know. And I don't know if we really thought about this, but networking. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, depends if you're in a large city. Or so, but networking can be extremely helpful. I remember in school, they made networking feel like it's this major thing mm-hmm. but Don't really change. and truly all of these have a discussion with people yes yeah. you could just be anywhere and just start talking to somebody and i tell people no matter where i go you need to be nice yeah. You don't know who people are. No. You don't know who people know. Exactly. I don't care if you don't like that person's dress, their makeup. Yep. That's not important. Not you important. need to be genuinely nice. You don't you just don't know. You don't yeah. know who's your next meal ticket to take you to the next level. Absolutely. And we have such an issue um 
in Bermuda where people will just judge you and dislike you. Oh, for nothing. For nothing. Just because you look a particular way. Or yeah. because you know somebody. Yeah. That they don't... It's just such BS. And you're just like, you're really just gonna... Small town mentality. Ugh! Yeah. I hate it so much. And it's a turn off and... You you really have to be careful in Bermuda. Because mm-hmm. you could be nasty to somebody, right? But they may not directly impact your business. But they might know someone mm-hmm. that could put you on and then block that blessing. Because they're like, oh no, don't do business with him well, or her. They could because just... Because I had a well, bad you experience. Need help. You may simply need help, and yeah. you need them. Yeah. But because you've you've bad faced them so many times, and bridges, that person don't want to help you, and then you stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing about networking too, make sure it's not. I hate the forced inorganic networking. It's like Ugh. you know, like or <laughs> yes. they set up these networking events where you I have to. Go. I hate those <laughs> things. It's so fake. Yeah. It's, it's so not thing. genuine. Everyone's trying to be more than what they are. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're putting your best for it's. It's better to just run into be. Oh, what are you doing? Uh-huh. Like I did that today when I went into Lady Boss, which is a Bermuda um, business, and um, somebody was complimenting me because I have these ridiculous lashes on today. And listen, she was bald today. <laughs> I came into the on my recording thing. I was like, Oh, what are we doing? And she was bomb. Someone come get her. Yeah, I'm single. <laughs> putting that out there but yeah someone's like oh my gosh like who did your lashes and i explained i'm a makeup artist and she owns a hair a mm-hmm. hair studio right on court street i gave her my card and she's like oh yeah because we had a makeup artist and we don't anymore and i'm like well you oh. cool. so it's organic you know it's not yes even that same today like i was ringing up cashier ringing up somebody and yeah. she's like oh i like your ring and i was like oh thank you we i made, made it. it see she's like oh do you guys sell jewelry i said no but my jewelry is still at hodgepodge which is another bermudian business on front street go check it out and i'm on you know, and it's keep it organic, just keep it nice. You don't have to put a big attitude to say you're top notch. Yeah. Bring it bring it down. Bring it down a whole bunch. Just yeah. be yourself. You well, know? What about being your personal brand? Because that's kinda like what you're you wear a lot of your own. I wear a lot of my own jewelry as well. Sometimes. The thing is when you do that, um I never know how to really tell people it's it's, it's mine. Because sometimes I will literally say, "Oh yeah, it's mine." They're like, "Huh?" I'm like, "Oh right, um, I made it." Yeah. And then, and then they're like, "Oh wow!" And then conversation strike up that way. So yeah, just keep it organic. Yeah. And don't don't feel around. forced. Don't feel forced. If you really don't want to go to a networking event, don't go. Mind you, hate them. Go like go to some events. Yeah. With you know to get older yeah. but don't especially if you're like forced. a new entrepreneur and it's giving you mm-hmm. sometimes they have these workshops where they give you information about how to start a business mm-hmm. then that's cool to go to yeah but the <laughs> the one thing that I cannot stand it's not like I can't stand it but it irritates me it's a little bit irritating to see is that one is that person that's forever in everyone's face you gotta know mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. you really don't need to know everybody you don't you just need to know the right people <laughs> yes like kissing ass is going to get you it'll get you somewhere but at the end of the day do you do you really want to kiss ass the yeah. entire way to don't all do the way it. to the top it's no that's tiring don't do it like, don't do it just be genuine just be you be yeah. genuinely nice you make a lot of contacts and a lot of lifelong you know um yeah, I'm supposed to say apprentices. <laughs> what is that word? Acquaintances. Acquaintances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. And it's important to be as genuine as possible. And then, like, 
the one thing about entrepreneurship that no one ever wants to talk about is the depression in entrepreneurship. Yeah, it's hard. It's real. It can be hard. Let's not do absolutes. It can be hard. It can be. Um, it is a struggle because you know you you be working hard. You be working your butt off day in day out. You know, late nights, early mornings, and your account, your money isn't going anywhere. You know, you decided yeah. to, for example, open up an online something, yeah. and you still ain't making sales. You're doing the shows, you're doing mm-hmm. networking events, you're doing X Y Z, you're doing everything imaginable possible, but nothing, nothing is materializing. It and that could go on for months. Yeah, and that right there can send you into a spiral. spiral and nobody really wants to talk about it it's real it will happen yeah it takes a minute it takes a minute to build to build and you know that's where the networking kind of comes in handy to kind of get to the right people i think especially for online businesses i mean i know mm-hmm. some like you're gonna be a local entrepreneur i'm a local entrepreneur but people that want to go online it's hard to reach Yep. All of those people. And nobody might be coming to you. You may not mm-hmm. be driving a lot of traffic to your site initially. Yep. But, you know, you got to keep the faith. Like I said, have that good support system that helps and keep pushing. Don't give up. Really believe in yourself. Manifest it, you know. Yep. But that manifestation is real. And Oh, I believe. I'm a strong believer in manifestation. <laughs> and it's just, you know, that you will feel that depression. It'll hit you. But just mm-hmm. don't stay in it. Like, yeah. acknowledge it. Shake it off, Do the like best that you shake. can to go to get yourself through it, because you there is another side. It will happen. And I know a lot of entrepreneurs. They say like, man, I had a great month, you know, mm-hmm. made ten thousand dollars, and then for the next two months, mm-hmm. it's nothing. Yup. So it's also about I think being well educated on one yes. of the business is gonna is a big help. And also to knowing when you've gotten into something at the right time. Um, popularity is what gets out there. Yep. And popularity isn't always great. Yeah. Because there's a lot of mediocre stuff out there. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they just happen to catch the wave at the right time. time. With on. the right products? Mm-hmm. Right I products say this in, in, in with a question mark because some of it's BS. But, you know, it worked for them and it's what they it's what got them to catch the wave to yeah. go forward. And what works for one person is does not gonna mm-hmm. work not necessarily. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about what's popular. Do you stay in your lane. And follow the passion because those, when those lonely mm-hmm. nights do hit and you're not making a lot of sense, like you need something to help you to hold on. Yep. So if you're just in it to make money and nothing else, like you don't even really like or believe in whatever it is you're selling, <laughs> yep. I don't think you're going to last very long. No, yeah. no. Then like people again, they'll say, oh, say, get out of your comfort zone. Yes, get out of your comfort zone, but don't lose yourself trying to be the greatest, yes. the newest and this. Stay in your lane. Like, if you have a particular genre that you like, but you know you can dominate that in, it could be a niche. That's yeah. fine. But, and we don't know what these been. We mm-hmm. only see what people show us. We don't read yes. people's financial statements. Mm-hmm. You know, they can really be putting on an act mm-hmm. as, oh, yeah, you know, we're flourishing and we're wealthy, but behind closed doors, yeah. their expenses can be just as much as their profits <laughs> and they could just be breaking even yep. and not making any profits. So mm-hmm. I think it's running your own race. Yeah. 
staying in your own lane. How, what do you feel about, um, you know, people that say oh, the market is too saturated, you know, don't get into this versus I'm an individual, I'm bringing something unique because like how many fashion lines are there, right? But then there are new ones are being um, created all the time. So what well, market? Know, you can with Very, any market. I think I think you can, any market can be saturated, but the market at the end of the day is still big enough for everybody, everybody yeah. because everyone's vision is different. Even if you are along the same lines of Bohemian, I'm just using as as an example. Mm-hmm. Her bo- her Bohemian style is not the same as your Bohemian style. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like the market is big enough for everybody. You just have to know how to market yourself and yeah. to make yourself to differentiate. Because mm-hmm. yeah. different is always a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's how are you gonna stand out in the long run? I mean, look how many lashes brands out there. Right. Where everyone in the mama's selling lashes. Oh yeah, lashes, lashes. So yeah. you know, it's it's about what sets you different. Branding, packaging. How you market mm-hmm. and you know what unique flair you're bringing to it. So and unfortunately, cool. you know, people uh, will discord and be like, oh, don't do that. Oh, they do. Just no, do it. Especially small-minded people. Mm-hmm. Do it. You never know. Do it. And if even if it doesn't work out, actually, I'm kind of saying this backwards. Do it. Do it in like a small quantity. Like, don't get a whole bunch and go run wild. Like, get mm-hmm. a small quantity if you can. See how that works. Catch if it catches the wave, cool. Yeah. If it doesn't, at least it's not a total loss. loss. Mm-hmm. You know, because inventory can kill you. <laughs> it can kill you. But you know, like you test the waters with different things. Don't let no one tell you no, regardless yeah. of what genre, yeah, or what subject it is. Just try it. Just try it. And in terms of like visibility and how we market to the plus size consumer, because that would be something specific to your business. Ooh. Uh, you know, yeah. that's what I need to work. Yeah, I really think that there. I see a huge improvement. Yes, but it's nowhere near it should you know where it should be. Like I think because I showed it's... you an ad with. Um, it was a fashion of the ad and I saw like some yes. back rolls and I was like, oh my God, it's back rolls because that would never happen. Oh, no, never. Before. So it's like small baby steps. So we're taking baby steps and we're taking steps that I think are still pretty big yeah. for baby steps. Yeah. But we're still on the surface. Like we're still here. Because it's, if it's a back roll, it's the smallest yeah. roll. Yeah, it's neat. It's a roll that almost everybody's <laughs> yeah. high pairs and we're just like, so yeah. we can... If we can just size this up ten to a hundred times more, we're great. Like you yeah. know, like we're still we're still at the right. surface. Well, as a because we're plus size women, so mm-hmm. what what do you wish you could see when brands are marketing? To Honestly, us? I'd rather brands just throw things in our faces. Just do it. Yeah. Put, put somebody with huge thighs, cellulite, big bellies. You know, yeah. the world. Put it in your face. But you know, like, large bodies are always, like, political statements. It's always... Of course. Then it's, like, health but, and and the children as and bad say, example and all that goes into it. Like, as they say, all publicity is good. I know they kind of also say not all not publicity is good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, regardless, whether it's good or bad, someone's talking about it. Yeah. It's going to... It's a conversation, you know. I think if your consumer is plus size women, mm-hmm. the best thing you could do is put 
of diversity of body types yeah. in your ears. Like that is what's gonna draw mm-hmm. so many women to you. Cause like, yeah. oh my god, I see her reflected in me. I don't know why yeah. they haven't done it yet. Like they're really they irritating me. <laughs> I again, baby steps and yeah. Then everyone's not trying to offend. You know, it's a very mm. sensitive thing. So they're trying to stay in the bubble, the but also color. yeah. But it, it may not be their fault. Because you have to think about it. I think it's the same argument when um, there's like an act, there's a movie being made and they're looking for like a plus size woman to be in a world, but there's no plus size actors because the agencies yes. don't hire. So I think it could be the same thing where they look on the board at these modeling agencies and there aren't anybody bodies that are over an 18. See, this was like maybe, maybe, maybe five years ago, yes, but now you got people like Lashane tests and you have there's but a are lot they signed more... to age yeah. I know Tess Holiday Lashani is signed. Lashani is signed there's a good bit of people signed but I've you know I've been seeing um a lot of complaints from these girls well not Tess but mm-hmm. the darker skin mm-hmm. um plus I was want to say like you know they would hire us they would hire us they yeah. hail. and they uh, it's not that they don't exist it's yeah. just they just don't get that, them that's a whole nother struggle <laughs> within a, the community yeah. but do we feel like Bermuda does enough as entrepreneurs? Um, I know they do give like certain tax breaks. Um, a couple of years ago they were given like really big tax breaks to entrepreneurs, but the catchy is a lot of small businesses aren't paying the taxes anyway. Because they're not paying payroll tax. But anyway, that's the only that's the only way that I've seen Bermuda um Bermuda sort of support entrepreneurship. I know they do try um, with what is it, Bermuda Economic Development BEDC? That they do some workshops and stuff like that. That's all I know, though. I can't speak yeah, anything else. You could miss me with those workshops. I mean, <clears throat> not to say the workshops are there, but like, how many? I'm talking, no, like, we get it. Workshops, great, but yeah. like, we need something that's actually gonna get our pockets. Like, you know, what like, are you, what are you proposing or suggesting? What I mean, what do you think would be a good way for them to support us? So, if since they're taking up so much parking in Lower Reed Street, okay, yeah, why not make it so that it's just all walkway? In they Reed make Street. cute vendor um sections, yeah, 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 and rent those out for the cheap. Whether you oh, rent it off for the week saying. or you rent it off for the day, but let the entrepreneurs, the specific ones that are making, they make their stuff in Bermuda. They're not necessarily bringing stuff in to resell. Yeah, I get you. Oh, that so they're talking about like space and space retailing. and retail. Okay. Just, just even just events like, like yeah, we have like markets and stuff. But who's really going to those markets? Are you really making money for the for the amount of money that you? invest to get into these markets i mean look at harbor nights yeah harbor nights is one night a week if it's not raining yep and it's 250 dollars a month yeah. i think somebody wants to hire yeah depending on what month you're giving and in. people don't um, at the harbor nights don't usually sell like high priced items so you have to sell quite a lot no it's fine jewelry is out it's fine jewelry out now okay mm-hmm. i haven't been long it's just since. For or for that two fifty for one day for one, for one night that you're still gonna lug table chairs right like so that's four you know four weeks in a month you're paying two fifty a month okay mm-hmm. that's for one day yeah I I think Bermuda can do better can do a bit like more. why do we just have to wait for Harbor nights 
why can't I just be out there selling my stuff? Well, you you to have catch to get the a peddler's to license and oh, all of that. No, they don't do the peddler's license anymore. Yeah. Uh, and you know you can't really sell on the streets of town. Right. Um. If any people I've seen them bend for is food vendors, but other vendors no. And then, like, you got the mall, which has the little wheelbarrow vendor mm-hmm. situations, which are $800 almost a month. I'm a like, month, it's not. I said, bruh, what am I paying for? These four tiles that the wheelbarrow stands on? Like, wow. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I was just going to ask about the mall, the, the mall vendors. It's really small. What are they called? Which Cubicles? <laughs> That's the size I really think they should I not call be in wheelbarrows. Wheelbarrows, okay. I literally call them wheelbarrows because literally that's what they are. It's this little car. At most, they should be four hundred dollars a month. So that's a hundred dollars a week, which is girl, not even two hundred. It, it's a couple of tiles. You're not even taking up the whole hallway. It's a couple of tiles. But you know what? You're gonna pay for the. Proximity to people walking through the mall. You know, they that's how they will That's how they think, yeah. but that's not the reality. You know? So and then especially if you know if you're making everything, your your margin of things are small. Like yeah. you're not got gigantic inventory. Right. Everything's yeah compact, compact and uh, we I don't think we have too many avenues right now. We're starting to right. It's a slow process. Um, what I personally would like to see, I know in Bermuda, they say that online in Bermuda does not work. And I've heard this over and over again, meaning like the businesses in Bermuda, but you go online, you pay for it, and then somebody will bring it to you. That like traditionally, historically, it doesn't work. Bermudians don't want to pay um, online for items that they can find in Bermuda. But what about a Bermuda marketplace where they say, okay, hmm. there's many different brands, Bermudian brands, you can go on there pay and then maybe there's like a pickup site where you can go like almost like a Bermuda Amazon I feel I, like someone could that work wait someone just thought that I think it's called Berzuda Ber Amazuda it's oh, really okay like I don't Bermuda know Amazon yes I don't know how well it's doing like, mm. like I don't know but I know someone was trying to do something like that I I feel like online can work as many shops have started to do an online situation I just maybe they pay online, but I know Bermudians don't want to pay for things online. Um, well, that that's not overseas. I mean, that's here. Mm. They're like, oh, can I come to your house to try it on first? You know, mm. like they don't want to commit to paying. That's true. In full. That's true. Yeah. But I mean, they're doing online shopping. They are, but it's something about. I I don't know what thing. the difference is about. Honestly, we're just picky people. Yeah. We just. There's no way to really please. We have no real way of pleasing us. And that's just the truth. Sorry if this rubs somebody wrong way, but it's just the straight up truth. We have a hard way of... We shoot our own selves in the foot. Yeah. Um, What else? Supporting local... Okay. In terms of payment. Payment, supporting local entrepreneurs. I feel like they don't respect... Not, not at all. Not all the time, but sometimes they'll they'll pay an overseas makeup artist or an overseas fashion Full designer price. coming in. They'll even pay, put them up in room and board and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Pay them ahead of time. Follow every stipulation that has been carved out in the contract. Yep. But then when it comes to a Bermudian entrepreneur that has a business doing a similar thing, the payment is late. 
Or don't come. Or it doesn't come at all. Or it's every excuse. It's drama. Yeah, and I hate that. And then you're trying to talk the person down from a price of oh my gosh. whatever. Haggling. Can we not? I I make it known. Don't haggle me. Like, yeah. For I mediums ha- are known. Okay, when I I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I love I love my Bermudians, but you guys are known for like trying to negotiate pricing, and it's. And now I don't wiggle. I don't wiggle anymore because I know that I don't need it. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. And I actually, I feel really good about it because when someone, I tell them my price, they're like, well, could you? Because I just want eyebrows and lashes, not a full face. I'm like, you know what? I actually know a really great artist that is in your price range. Mm-hmm. And I send them their information and shoot them yep. on, on their way because we need to know your worth. Yes, I've definitely learned that this year. I'm just like, not doing why it. am I lowering myself to yeah. do... XYZ. No, like, it's okay. Um, it. No thanks, but here's so and so to pass on the work yeah. to. And they will. Because that's how it should be. Like, yeah. if you don't physically want to do it, don't don't block other entrepreneurs. Yeah. Send them to, Send them to, the to one. another one. And if they feel they're not, their skills aren't up to par or they don't want to do it, they'll send you to somebody else. Yeah. Like, I try to give them a plethora of names. For sure. But. Yeah. And. Pricing is actually really important when having a business. Like, don't yes. outprice yourself, but then also, and then depending on how much experience you mm-hmm. have, how many years you've been in it, yeah, I think it's super, super important because I know some new, some of these newer, you might see it in fashion design, or I know I see it in makeup. They're coming up, they don't have the experience behind them, and they want to charge top dollar, <gasps> and it doesn't always <gasps> come out. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh a lot of gosh. complaints and stuff. So you never want to set yourself up for the okie doke, and then you have people talk about how it wasn't worth this or that, or it would look terrible. Or I... The stitching wasn't done neatly. Hey, listen, I I've dealt with when I was doing custom work. You give people a price, <laughs> and they'll be like, "Oh well, why is it this price? My cousin, auntie, mama, whoever can do it." On Sharon, listen. Good on. That's nice. Congratulations, but you can please take it to whomever you feel like. That's not okay to do. Yeah, it's not. Okay. It's not like if you wanted auntie, uncle, somebody to come do it, then take it to them. Yeah. But don't come to somebody that was either probably recommended to you. And then you're trying to tell them that they're pricing on whomever, whatever. Yeah, wrong. no, it's just not gonna fly. Yeah. It's 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 not it's not nice. You wouldn't want it done to you, nope, or your kids, or whomever. So like, you gotta hold the respect because you're not gonna go to Gibbons Company or English Sports Shop or any of those other places. Yeah, AS Coopers and negotiate why the jacket's three hundred dollars and why you only want to pay fifty. Exactly. And it's okay to turn down a price if it's not in your yeah. own. And I, that's why I don't want people to feel bad when they're like, oh, it's not in my budget. So, like, that's okay. I completely that's understand. Fine. But I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's really frustrating, though, when people don't pay me. Especially because you put your time and your effort and your skill and your mm-hmm. heart and your soul. Yeah. And the fact that they feel like they don't need to pay you or they dodge your payment. I've had a couple people where, you know, it's already been agreed on a cash Mm-hmm. upon services or yeah. whatever and it's like oh actually let me transfer that to you give them bank and then you don't hear from them again it's, or it's, it's really so, disheartening it's so hard because you know you want to you want to give everybody the benefit of adult but when you get burned so many times which is why 
Some mm-hmm. people end up pulling out of certain fields. That was one. Of, that was a big thing with me. Why I pulled out of customers? I was like, I can't. Yeah. I, and even if you tell them, like, you know, payment up front or on the day, still don't do it. Rather you and people are like, oh, well, you should ask for deposit. Rather we ask for deposit, half done. It's, yeah. I'm not. I'm not about to chase you for money. So just know it's on your karma. Cause I'm not about to chase you for money, but. Yeah. I have bills to pay too. Like yeah, we all you have know? bills to pay. <laughs> um, what else? Um, well, I know we talked about marketing to the plus size consumer. Why we need visibility? Yeah. Visibility Why we need visible plus size entrepreneurs? I I actually put this on in like one of our notes to talk about because I remember feeling personal. Me feeling like oh, I've I've never seen another plus size person do this maybe it's not for me or maybe I don't right. belong so I feel like when you just when you see and so and most likely people's gonna be like well who thinks like that you never know who thinks You'd be like surprised. why a lot of people look at you know race yeah color, of body types for for validation of whether or not something is it's for possible. them yeah and the more we see more entrepreneurs in different aspects plus size wise yeah it makes it easier for when you're growing up yeah chubby and you're looking like oh well i can do that too my size isn't going to restrict me yeah because we're forever telling somebody oh well you know you're too big to do this yeah well maybe you should lose weight to do that like yeah no and even in because media like i said Mm -hmm. i started communication with media and television and acting and film Mm -hmm. and all that i was extremely interested in and just seeing like somebody like oprah Shonda Rhimes, yes. Ava DuVernay, being like showrunners and calling shots in the media landscape, hiring other, you know, actors of color and stuff like that, made me believe like, oh wow, that's possible. You know, mm-hmm. they're black, but the added aspect of them being plus size mm-hmm. like, is pretty amazing. Like even like when you see plus size professional dancers, right? Whether they're doing pole dancing, ballet, um, hip hop, wherever. You know, it's a couple people that I find even like yoga, and you're like, wow, oh crap! Like she is like the same body type as me, and she's doing a handstand, she's she's doing splits, she's she's busting a move. Like, yeah, it's possible because you know everyone has dreams and passions of different different, different things. things, and when you don't see yourself reflected, yourself reflected, you could be cutting away needed talent that yeah. you know a fresh face so, that you never even knew was possible. Mm-hmm. So I love that and I think the visibility is super important but it's I think we're doing we're on track for that we are definitely on track for that we are breaking so many barriers yeah I mean and now because of the internet and social media we're able to get access to people and their lives so easily whereas before we had to wait for a magazine to come out once a month <laughs> yes. or for them to for somebody to put that person on TV and interview them so that we can see them and now we can click on somebody's name on Instagram and read like oh they are the showrunner of this or they are the CEO of that and be like oh wow look at her go do you feel like do you feel how do you feel like the brick and mortar situation like brick and mortar versus online um I personally believe that online is the future only because they're really killing people out here with rents yes and i feel like the internet is also squashing retail in a major way so unless you have a niche market and like boutiques and really curated sort of retail spaces Mm -hmm. i feel i predict in 20 years 
brick and mortar is going to be wiped out. Obviously not doctors' offices and things like that, but like... Clothing, clothing, cosmetics, all of that. I just feel like the really niche markets will will survive and everybody else is going to have a hard time. Or they're going to downsize. It's I. It can go two ways. I definitely think the track that this island, our island's going, it's it's kind of shooting itself in the zen, but yeah. because you keep increasing everything, but you want to buy Bermuda, you can't you can't afford to buy Bermuda, and then you're not leaving these spaces open for new people to come up to come up, and because everyone every already big corporation is buying out this yeah. business. And they the- own these real type, like, don't forget, like, A.S. Coopers and Gibbons and all these places, they own that space. They're not mm-hmm. paying rent for those properties. Yep. So all they need to do is just make sure they turn over a profit from the sales, mm-hmm. but the average the person... Rent, the rent from, like, the mall, the rent in just the other empty spaces. It's so many empty places in town. Yeah. The hidden, but the empty... And exactly. it's just gathering dust. And I'm like, this could easily have been a just drop the rent. Yeah. Drop it and it will be something there. I mean, think about it. You pay $2,500 just in rent. If you make a $2,500 profit in your business, I would say that you're doing fairly well. Now you have to allocate all of those profits to rent. What you going to do with? Right. I didn't even I didn't even know we paid land taxes. Yeah. But um I was like land tax? I didn't know I bought this land. Like <laughs> Oh you have to pay land tax for So apparently it's a government tax for Ton. It's a government tax, the payroll tax, the I, I think it's a corporation tax. Mm, yeah, they do add on these land stupid taxes. Land yeah. tax? My brain exploded, right? So land tax. I was like, all these taxes yeah. and land tax? I don't even own this. Like <laughs> You have to be doing like ten grand in sales mm-hmm. per month in order to come and don't have employees. Yeah, <laughs> Lord, don't like, have employees because you have to pay. And I think it's a minimum of minimum of twelve hours. Then you have to start um, paying hip insurance and Ooh. and uh, payroll tax and yeah. half of this, half of that. You're you're broke. You're broke. And it's killing the new market of new people wanting to expand and. You know, add a different piece for Bermuda. Yeah, we're just stuck. Yeah, and I think I can't. I can't really speak on the Rhapsody Rock. I feel like maybe the Rhapsody Rock has a little bit more ease. But her, if we're if we're trying to make a difference, her, it's got to start from some of these outrageous prices. Yeah, there. But that's just our personal economy. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm a. I I want to tap into the online market. I don't know mm-hmm. how. I feel like. It can also be a way to like easily waste your money. Yep. If you don't know what you're doing, so yep. you have to be very research, strategic. Research, yeah. research, and then being innovative, and that pressure of always coming up with something new and Ooh. interesting and exciting, and that right there grinds my gears because I'm just like, damn it. Because sometimes that could send you spiraling too. Like, well, I'm not that innovative. Like, this idea is not that innovative. How so, can I make it catchy to like? You know, we're like the microwave mm-hmm. generation. We want things fast. We want it flashy. Yep. And then the trend is done. Yup. In a year. So, research, research, research. But don't research yourself to death. Yeah. Take the leap. Go yeah. for it. Um, it. And what didn't work? Don't, Keep... don't drop it. Just trying to figure out the kinks out of it. Yeah. Because that's kind of what I did. Like, yeah. I just... I didn't stop what I was doing, but I just... 
kind of just was ironing out kinks. Yes. Follow your passion. That's my last little tidbit. The yeah. passion will lead you to success. Always. <laughs> I couldn't, and don't focus on money. Money no. will come. If you have if you have built up a good enough clientele, yeah. your money will yeah. always come. Make smart money decisions. Yes. Of course. Yes. But don't let that be your sole motivator. Yeah. Right. I think this was a pretty good episode. I enjoyed this actually. And also, it seems stale, you know, entrepreneurship, but I I liked it. It's it's Inspiring just us me. being honest. Yeah, you know, if we if we're to make a change in the world in Bermuda, we gotta start speaking up about we do stuff. Yeah, and because that's the only way things are gonna yeah you know make matters. You know, invest in your local artists. Invest in invest in people's ideas. You know. Um, but that Bermuda Amazon is something that I'm gonna look into because yeah, it was on Facebook. People... I saw the ad for it on Facebook. Yeah, I don't know who runs it though. Who runs it? I have to check it out. Cause some people don't want to be. They don't want to talk to people. Like they're mm-hmm. anti-social. They rather just order it online and maybe go pick it up at a warehouse in yeah. town, and they're done. Innovation is in is little things. Yeah, instead of like thinking everything's gotta be. Now, isn't Massive. there one idea out there that you wish you would have discovered? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do the one. What's one thing you wish you would have came up with as a business idea that could have made you millions? It could be anything. Business. A delivery business. You wish you would have came up with that first. Not that I would want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, because you really can't get wrong with delivery. You know what I wish I would have came up with? The meter, the meters on the car, that easy park. Now that every single car has, and 10, 15 years ago, we were doing the scratch off ticket things. I kind of missed the scratch off, it was fun to do. <laughs> but no, but wait, sure but now that technology is obsolete because now we've got the paid parking. So you don't even need the. Well, the prepaid, you mean you online? I still do around. It's the same business though. Yeah. You just pay online. It's genius. That's, that's, that's that. Uh, how many millions of dollars are they making a year on Bermuda Parking? Okay, we know they're making tons of money, but you know they're also gonna tell us we ain't making no revenue. Yeah, <laughs> so, Belco. Sorry. <sighs> In any case. Anyway, but if you are a local entrepreneur and you have a business, um, or you know got a talent trait, whatever, DM us, send us your pick, a bio, we'll post you, we'll get you out and learn. You know that's what different platforms are for you know yeah and we want to support women supporting women yes and men yeah there's no stigma there's no nasty competition yeah we all can win yep yep so let's all get our coin and support each other and be genuinely nice because attitudes don't make the world go wrong it does not make the world go round it doesn't it does not so yeah until next time see you guys bye